0: Welcome to the Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast, hosted by Alyssa Gumto. Each week, she will address the elephant in the room by telling it like it is, regardless if you're ready for it or not. From the latest trends on social media to candid interviews with some of her favorite people to navigating life as a high-achieving female in her 20s, Alyssa brings a refreshingly honest perspective to every episode. With a healthy dose of humor and authenticity, she'll have you laughing, thinking, and maybe even questioning everything you thought you knew. So, join her every Tuesday for a brand new episode as Alyssa fearlessly dives into the topics that matter most. So, what are you waiting for? Let's jump right into this week's episode.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast. As always, I am so excited that you are here. Today, I am really going to be just sharing three essential tips for you to implement when life knocks you down. I know in the past few episodes, you know, I always bring up that, you know, life is throwing us detours left and right, roadblocks, these curveballs that are just coming literally from like anywhere and everywhere. And at some point, you just feel like, when is it ever going to end? Or what did I do to put myself in this position where? Regardless of what I say or regardless of what I do, nothing tends to be going the way that I envisioned it to go. So based on those reoccurring themes that I've been talking about, I was like, you know what? Let's actually create an episode to address it, yes, but actually share some tips that we can all begin implementing. Let's dive into tip number one, embracing resilience resilience is basically like a muscle that helps us bounce back from adversity. I really want you to think of it as the ability to bend without breaking, okay? Almost like a tree swaying in the wind, like during a storm, like it's swaying back and forth. And you're like, is it going to fall down? Is it going to stay up? What's going to happen? The more resilient that we are, the better we can handle these quote-unquote storms if we're referring to the tree swaying back and forth, but just so we know how we can best show up and continue moving on. What are we going to do when it comes to embracing the resilience? Well, we really need to focus on just having a growth mindset. A growth mindset emphasizes that intelligence and abilities can be developed through dedication, And hard work. So, even think back to just times in your own life where there was a point where you had to adopt a growth mindset without even realizing it. So, you know, whether it's in your job or just in your personal life, or, you know, maybe there was like family drama going on. And, you know, maybe let's just say someone else was trying to bring you down and you knew deep down that what they were saying wasn't even a reflection on you, but it was a reflection on what they were going through during that specific time. So instead of going back at it and fighting with them, it's like, you know what I'm gonna show up as the best version of myself. I'm not even going to cater to that person's specific behavior. So here's some tips when it comes to res- resilience overall is number one, we have to develop some self-awareness, okay? We need to pause and reflect, and I know how hard that is, especially with how busy everyone is right now, but reflect on our strengths and our weaknesses, okay? So grab a piece of paper, or if you're someone who likes to type on the computer, create a list of what are the things that I'm really good at, and what are the things that need some work? And if you're like, I don't even know what I'm good at, or but I really know what I'm bad at, that's a great opportunity to ask the people around you and say, hey. I really just want to make a difference in my life, become a little more self-aware. From your standpoint, what are some of my strengths? And if you don't mind sharing, what are some of my weaknesses? Because what they might say could really open your eyes and be like, oh, snap, that is definitely something that I didn't necessarily think of, but I totally could make this something that I put a greater emphasis on moving forward. So that's one way to really just develop your self-awareness. Number two, build a support system. I talk about this almost every episode. Again, it's one of those reoccurring themes. The more you surround yourself with the right people, the better your life is just going to be overall because these are like the people that are your hype squad. They're there for you, but they're also there too to call you out when you need them. Number three is you really... Really, really need to practice some self-compassion because let's be real. If you're anything like me, you're incredibly hard on yourself. So when something doesn't go your way, or you don't get the answer that you were looking for, you're like, why can't that person just tell me what I need to hear? And things like that. It's kind of hard to describe, but I know the people who get this get this. Here's what we got to do. And I know this from firsthand experience how incredibly hard this is, but We have to treat ourselves with kindness and understanding, especially during those setbacks and during those roadblocks and during those detours that come our way. Because when we have these negative thoughts, it just gets out of hand. So if we can change them by being super nice to ourselves, And yes, we can have our like 24 hours where we're upset and we just question every little thing, but it's like, okay, I'm going to get over myself. I'm going to put on my big girl pants now, and tell myself or ask myself, you know, what am I actually learning through this and how can I take what I'm learning and apply that moving forward? So that's really tip number one, embracing resilience in a nutshell Tip number two is accepting and processing your emotions. Let's be real. We all have emotions. Some of us hide them better than others. You know, someone might say just one thing and it might just trigger all of the tears because you've been just holding everything in for so long. So let's be real. It's natural, right, to feel a range of emotions when life throws us these curveballs. An example when it's really hard to acknowledge emotions is especially when you're grieving, you know, let's say the loss of a lot of loved one. For example, I feel like at this point in life, everyone has at least lost one person who they genuinely love and care about. And, you know, everyone processes grieving very differently. And I think during that time, it's really important to remember that, especially as you know, other family members or the people in your living in your house or the people that you're interacting with, who also too are grieving the loss of that person, everyone does it in a way that feels good to them. So the way you process your emotions and acknowledge them might be completely different than other people, but that doesn't take away from the way that you are ultimately acknowledging your emotions and to the way that other people. Are acknowledging theirs as well. But there's also some consequences. But there's also some consequences when it comes to just suppressing our emotions, right? Because there really can be some negative effects when we kind of just let things off and, you know, we act like it's not a big deal. But let's be real, this really can lead to increased stress because, again, we're not acknowledging and managing our emotions. And sadly, it also, too, can just lead to potential long-term health problems. So when we're not taking the proper time or the proper steps to acknowledge those emo- emotions, it's going to come back and bite us harder than ever, which we never want to happen. So if you are like in tune with yourself and you really know, you know what certain situations or certain things are being said... Knowing how to process your emotions is huge, and I know for me, I am someone who I don't really like to talk about my feelings. I just don't. I never have, and I never want to feel like a burden to someone else telling them how I'm feeling because you never, do know what someone else is going through as well. So what I have found to be kind of effective for me, and this was a suggestion from someone who I know in my own life, but she really encouraged me to write down how I was feeling during a specific time in my life before I went into a very stressful situation. And I will say, just taking the extra 10 minutes to write down my thoughts, to write down my feelings, really helped me when I entered that very stressful situation. So even for you, it's like, okay, if I know If I'm going to have a conversation with someone or I'm going to an event and I know something is going to potentially be brought up, take the extra 10, 15, 20 minutes to get all of your thoughts out of your brain and onto paper. Because I will tell you, it makes a world of a difference because then if we're already prepared and someone says something to us, it's not going to trigger us and we're going to have all of these emotions and we're going to say things that we don't really mean to say, but we're just in the heat of the moment. So take the extra 15, 20 minutes. I promise it will help. And in terms of like strategies for actually processing these emotions, if you're into meditation, meditate. I know this works for some people. I know for some people it doesn't work at all. For me personally, I struggle, and this shouldn't surprise anyone, with turning my brain off. So even if you are someone who struggles with turning your brain off and if you try and you've tried meditation in the past, okay, like don't force yourself to do it. Find something else. I know for me, I'm really good with like writing my thoughts versus actually speaking them out and explaining them sometimes. So that's where I find just the habit of writing things down can really help. But if you are someone who knows how to shut your brain off, then Maybe look into meditations. Could sound, I should say, like woo-woo to some people, but go onto Google. There's tons of different ways to meditate. And of course, to go on YouTube. There's tons of free videos over there that kind of walk you through that process. And of course, too, there's nothing wrong with seeking professional help when it comes to working with a therapist and just talking to someone who's outside of your circle doesn't know you from anything and doesn't really have, you know, an opinion necessarily when it comes to a situation that you're involved in and you don't have to worry about them knowing the people who you're actually, you know, talking about or just walking through those feelings that you have with them. They can really give you that guidance and expertise that you need as well. So I have no bad things to say about people getting a therapist. So we talked about tip number one, embracing resilience. Tip number two, we just talked about, which is really accepting and processing your emotions. And tip three really comes down to taking action and finding purpose. So the first thing that we need to do is take these proactive steps. So let's be real. Every action we take is a crucial step in regaining control of our life. So here's some of the proactive steps that I want you to take is number one, Identify the challenge itself. Okay, Clearly define that problem or challenging that you're facing and then understand the issue is the first step in finding the solution. Number two, set clear goals. I talk about this all the time, setting those SMART goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound to guide you towards your efforts. Number three, develop a plan. Create if possible. I know sometimes this is easier said than done but create a detailed plan that outlines the steps that you need to take to address the challenge and then break it down into manageable tasks to make it feel like the problem at hand isn't as large as what it seems. Ultimately too, I want you to find your purpose. Find your purpose. Find what your meaning is in life, even in difficult situations. Again, I know this is something that's not easy, but Sometimes when we're given these tough situations and we question why me, like why? Why couldn't this situation be dealt to someone else? Because you're learning through that experience. You're learning through that challenge and you're identifying and finding a deeper meaning and a deeper purpose to who you ultimately are. Because let's be real. We all have an undiscovered purpose waiting for us. And some of us might not even have tapped into that potential yet or some of us are still looking for that purpose regardless of how old you are. You could be 26, 46, 66. It doesn't matter how old you are, but it's up to you to like tap into it. If you're someone who loves writing and you've been thinking about writing the book, write the freaking book. Like what are you doing? Write it. You don't even know like what the first steps are. Hello, Google literally has everything. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, find what it is that you're passionate about and make it your purpose so that you can live your life, A, not with regrets, but B, doing something that you love. So to kind of summarize what we talked about, remember those three essential steps. We got to embrace resilience. Bend, don't break, just like a tree in the wind. Number two, accept and process your emotions acknowledge what you feel to to heal. It's okay to take so, take time to heal. It is so important and you deserve to do so. And number 3, take action and find purpose. Transform those setbacks into comebacks and you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish. So I challenge you to begin applying these steps into your lives especially when you're faced with those challenges and you're questioning everything and anything. And remember, resilience is a skill that can be developed. It just starts with you. Thank you so much for listening to another Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast. And I will see you next week for a brand new episode.
0: That's a wrap on another episode of the Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this week's conversation and the unfiltered perspective that Alyssa brought to the table. Don't forget to tune in every Tuesday for a brand new episode where Alyssa encourages us to tell it like it is. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode of Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa.